Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Hey, how you doing? This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports, and today we're going to be talking about a few different things, but for one, we're going to really break down um, the NFL playoff scenario, right? We are, are headed into what is essentially playoff Sunday, do or die Sunday in the NFL. Um, let's break it down by conferences. We'll first start off with the NFC, and we'll talk about what's already been clinched. And so what's been clinched so far is a few different things in the NFC. One, the New Orleans Saints have clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So, And I heard this talked about over and over in barbershops, the <laughs> and almost in a fearful tone, right? But the road to the Super Bowl goes through New Orleans. And the last time the road to the Super Bowl went through New Orleans, it ended up in the Saints being the Super Bowl champions. But now, the road to the Super Bowl goes through New Orleans again in the NFC, and we'll see if history can repeat itself. I mean, you know, you never know, right? Um, but we'll see. And so uh, the New Orleans Saints that have wrapped up the NFC and also home field advantage, they are the number one seed. The Chicago Bears have wrapped up the NFC North, um, so essentially locking up their playoff berth as well. Not essentially, I mean, just locking up their playoff berth. The Dallas Cowboys have locked up the NFC East. The Los Angeles Rams have locked up the NFC West. A while ago, and the Seattle Seahawks have locked up a playoff berth, so they know for a fact that they'll at least be in the playoffs, and so we'll be able to see those matchups. Now, what's kind of out there and on the line are, are a few different things, right? The Los Angeles Rams, um, when they played the San Francisco 49ers, they can clinch the first round by with a win or a tie in that one, um, or a Chicago loss. So the Los Angeles Rams, if they can, you know, knock off the San Francisco 49ers, which has, as of late, has proven to be somewhat of a hard task. It hasn't been easy to knock off the San Francisco 49ers, but if they can, um, they'll lock up um, a first round bye and they'll be the, the number two seat, right? Um, Chicago, when Chicago plays at Minnesota, um, what's on the line there is Chicago can essentially, they can jump into the two spot, clinch a first round by if they win or if they win and the Rams lose. So Chicago has to win. They have to beat the Minnesota Vikings. And, and that's going to be a tough game because Minnesota is essentially fighting for their playoff life. In that Minnesota-Chicago game, a few things on the line. One, we talked about what's going on with Chicago, right? If they win um, and the Rams lose, they get to clinch the first round by. They move into the number two spot. However, um, if they lose and Minnesota wins, if Minnesota wins, they can clinch a playoff berth. They are that team like right in the sixth spot possibly able to get in they may not be able to get in but if they're able to get in right I mean if they're able to win then they can get in the only other way for Minnesota to get in is they have to um they can either tie or have a Philadelphia loss right if Philadelphia loses or Philadelphia ties then um then Minnesota moves into the sixth spot so here's how it goes right the Saints are in um the Saints are in the first and, and the number one seat after that, then you have, and I know, I know this is so confusing, but I'm going to walk through it slowly for you all. The Saints are the number one seat locked up. The number two is still up for grabs. That's either the Rams can move into that spot or the Chicago Bears can move into that spot. Now, 
if the Chicago Bears move into that spot, then the Rams move into um, the third spot. Only way for that to happen is the Chicago Bears have to win and the Rams have to lose. All the Rams have to do to lock up the second spot is win. If they beat San Fran, they're in, right? All right, cool. So essentially, it'll look like New Orleans first, Rams second, um, Chicago third, the Dallas Cowboys fourth. And that's kind of where they are right now. They should be kind of in the fourth, fourth spot, right? The fifth spot goes to Seattle. And the spot that's really up for grabs, the one that's kind of we don't really know what's going to happen, is that sixth spot. And that is either between Philadelphia or Minnesota. All Minnesota has to do is win. But they're going to go against a very motivated Chicago Bears team. They have to, Chicago has to win this. If Chicago wins, then then they have a possibility of being number two. But, you know, it's going to be tough for them. Minnesota's a little bit hot right now. Minnesota's a bit of a hot team. And so because Minnesota's, and when I say hot team, I mean they found a running game. Delvin Cook. Um, you, look, Delvin Cook has been on that team for most of the, most of the season. However, because of their offensive coordinator, he hasn't been used. Now, all of a sudden, Delvin Cook is going off. Latavius Murray has, you know, made a resurgence. Why is he making a resurgence? Well, the reason he's making a resurgence is because of a new philosophy uh, with the new offensive coordinator. So, you have two guys right now, kind of making a resurgence. Minnesota's. Um, I won't. I won't call them. Con- I called them hot before. Let me pull back a little bit. Let's not call them hot. Let's call them um, getting hot, right, or, or heating up. So they're, they're heating up a bit. Um, Chicago has been, you know, been a great team for the entire season, right? Um, the question is, can Chicago win when it super matters? And in this case, it matters. It matters for them. Um, so we'll see how that all plays out. My prediction is this. I predict that um, – Minnesota loses and Philadelphia wins. Philadelphia is going up against Washington. Should be an easy win for Philadelphia. Um, even though, even though, let's not act like um, the quarterback over at Washington hasn't been showing up and surprising a few people. He's definitely surprised me. So I, I didn't expect to see. Um, I didn't expect to see much from him at all. Especially like you know, kind of what we're being able to see now. He has he's definitely surprised us all. Um, but because of that. Um, because of his, you know, surprising, um, <laughs> he's, he's, I'll say this when I, when I say surprising, here's what I mean. I mean, I thought it was going to be a complete disaster, right? I thought it was going to be a, um, how can I put this? A Mark Sanchez type disaster, right? And you saw what Mark Sanchez did. He came out, he came off his couch, played, and it looked like he came off his couch, jumped in the game and started playing. He was horrible, right? But the number one overall pick for the AAF, <laughs> Josh Johnson, um, he came in and, and he did better than expected. Better than most people expected. And so at the end of the day, um, you know, he he... Should present somewhat of a challenge, but Philly's hot with Nick Foles right now. I mean, they're really hot with Nick Foles. Nick Foles has got them to two straight wins, and and you know he looks like he looks very similar to what he looked like in that Super Bowl year. So, um, in, in my estimation, what I see at the end of the day is I see um, Philly winning, Minnesota losing. Philly making it into that sixth spot. And once Philly gets into that sixth spot, God knows what can go on in the playoffs. It's going to be very, very intriguing. Now let's hop over to the AFC. 
Now, with the AFC, things are not as clenched. Things are not as clear. Things are not as bright, right? Um, but things are very competitive. Week 17 will be ultra competitive in the AFC. So you can pay attention to all those matchups. There's a couple of things on the line. Here's the only things that are clenched so far. The AFC East is clinched. The New England Patriots have won the AFC East, and that's already clinched and locked up, right? The Houston um, Houston Texans, Kansas City Chiefs, the Los Angeles Chargers all have clinched a playoff berth, but their standings or where they're going to stand at the end of the day in the playoffs is not locked up. It's not locked up, but... We can almost assume that it is. And let's kind of put those pieces together. So Kansas City, we'll take it one one at a time. Kansas City plays the Oakland Raiders. Now, when Kansas City, um, when they finish playing the Oakland Raiders, I mean, of course they're going to beat the Oakland Raiders. Everybody believes that. When they beat the Oakland Raiders, that's all they need to lock up um, home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. If they, they'll clinch the AFC East and they'll lock up home field if they beat the Oakland Raiders. They're going to beat them by like, I don't know, 20. And so, that's all they need. So, they're going to win. They'll be the one seed. Right? Currently, um, New England's a two seed. New England's a two seed. Now, the question is, what do they need to do in order to lock that up? Well, here's the thing. New England will play the New York Jets. Should be an easy one. Easy one, right? They're going to, um, they should clinch the first round by with the win. All they need to do is beat the Jets. If they beat the Jets, bam, they're in. Um, And they clinch the first round by. New England has, they they still have an outside shot. And I call it outside shot because the impossible has to happen. But they have an outside shot at still having home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. How about that? They have an outside shot at ending the year number one overall in the AFC. So just when you thought Tom Brady wasn't Tom Brady, right? Just when you thought that the New England Patriots weren't the New England Patriots, you're wrong again. Right. Okay. here we go. So here's how they can do it. Now, the way New England can end off as the number one overall um, team in AFC and clinch home field um, throughout the AFC playoffs is they have to win. And Kansas City and the Chargers will both lose. If Kansas City and the Chargers lose, then um, New England will be the number one seed. Right. And they'll be number one seed and they'll have home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs, which is kind of weird at this point, but still possible. Now, let's go into Houston. So, Houston's already locked up um, their playoff berth. Um, However, they haven't really clinched the AFC South. So, they can clinch the AFC South, right? And home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. How about that? Like, Houston is still up for that. It's weird. It's a weird scenario uh, for Houston. Let's let's hop into what's most likely to happen, right? So, most likely, um, they'll they'll be able to clinch the AFC South. And I believe they end off in the third seed. So, um, and when I say, you know, what I believe, I, they get the AFC South. All they have to do is win. So if they beat Jacksonville, which they should with no problem, guess who's starting? Blake Bortles is back, baby. <laughs> and either he ends off the year really strong, right? Because he knows he's playing for his career at this point, right? Or... um you know, or we're going to see more of what we've seen from Blake Borders for the, you know, for the majority of his career, uh, which is in up to two at the quarterback position. And so we're going to, at that point, see, um, you know, 
Houston beat Jacksonville, which I believe will happen. Now, there is an outside chance for um, Houston to clinch the AFC South and have home field advantage, right? I'm giving you this because this is the extra. This isn't what I believe it will happen, but it's the extra, okay? So here it goes. They can clinch the AFC South and have home field advantage throughout the AFC playoffs. What they have to do is win. New England has to lose. Kansas City and the Chargers have to lose, right? And then with that, Houston will be the number one seed, right? Because um, they have a tie. And, and strength of victory tiebreaker over Kansas City. So because of that, if New England loses to the Jets, if Kansas City loses to the Oakland Raiders, right? And if the Chargers lose, then, and the Chargers have to lose to Denver, by the way. If that all happens, then Houston is your number one seed <laughs> in the AFC South, which I don't believe this. No, Nobody believes these things will really play out like that, right? Um, but, you know, it's still up for grabs. Now, and we're still talking about just the one through four right now, right? Now let's hop into um, some other stuff because we need to figure out who's going to take those wild card spots. Now, here's what I believe will happen so far. Um, I believe number one overall should be the Kansas City Chiefs. All they have to do is knock off the Raiders. They should be the number one seed. The number two seed will be the New England Patriots. All they have to do is win their um, battle against you know, none other than the New York Jet, New York Jets. You know how Belichick does with these rookie quarterbacks. There's no um, feelings. and I mean, no fear for him. It's super easy for him. So he'll go in there, knock off Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold and the New York Jets with no problem. After that, then um, you have the Houston Texans, who I believe will end off in the third spot. They'll end in the third spot. And with no problem, they're going to go in there. Um, and, and they're going to knock off Jacksonville. So that, that all seems, you know, quite easy to me. Now let's talk about the fourth seat because, um, the fourth seat is kind of, kind of up for grabs here, right? All right. So, um, just to recap, we have Chiefs at one and this is my prediction. We have Chiefs at one. Uh, we have New England. Um, Chiefs, remember Chiefs have to go in there and beat the Raiders. No issue. New England at two. Um, they should beat the um, Jets. No problem. Houston at three. They should beat Jacksonville. No problem. Now we have the very interesting fourth seed. Now, um, the fourth seed will be between the Baltimore Ravens and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's what has to happen. It's super weird, but finally, um, the Browns are not only a relevant team, but they're relevant as it relates to the playoffs, not because they're going to get in, um, but because a win, a win here by the Browns helps the Pittsburgh Steelers if the Pittsburgh Steelers handle their business, right? So Pittsburgh has, um, has to handle their business, but if they do, then what happens here is that um, the Browns could possibly give them a chance at the playoffs. Now, Baltimore, led by Lamar Jackson, who has been surprisingly um, efficient, he's done a really great job of leading this offense. And when I say a really great job, I just mean he hasn't really messed up a lot. He didn't mess up. He didn't blow his opportunity um, to be an effective quarterback. And when I say effective, um, and I know I'm, I'm, I'm prefacing a lot right now, but I have to say this. It hasn't been pretty. 
it's been ugly. Weekly, it's been ugly. Um, and the offense hasn't looked beautiful. They've been running the ball a whole lot more. They've had to make things happen. It reminds me a lot of the Tim Tebow era with um, Denver because he's mostly running the football. They're mostly a running team, and they're playing uh, very controlled offense, very don't-make-a-mistake type offense, right, and sprint and run when you need to run. That's kind of been um, the MO of this Baltimore offense since he's been at the helm. A lot of people don't like that, and I get that, right? Uh, but you can't knock the effectiveness. They've been winning. They've been winning consistently, and they pulled off a few different wins you didn't think they were going to pull off, right? And so now you look at this Baltimore team, and the Baltimore um, team, they have a chance. They have a shot to make the playoffs, and what they have to do is essentially go in here, and beat the Browns. Now, the Browns have been great. Baker Mayfield, um, he's been really heating up. Nick Chubb has been great. Um, Jarvis Landry starting to find his way in that offense. I mean, it, it seems like a very formidable offense you have to go up against. What do you do now? How do you deal with that now? Well, um, you're going to have to figure out a way. You're going to have to figure out something because um, <laughs> uh, if you don't, you'll be sitting at home, right? Pittsburgh, I, I fully expect Pittsburgh to win. Um, their matchup. I fully expect them to win their matchup. And so you don't have a situation where um, you can afford to lose this game. You can't afford to lose the game. So we're going to see um, if Lamar Jackson can really, um, can, can he really deliver when he needs to. And if he can deliver, it'll be the last quarterback in the first round versus the first quarterback in the first round. And that's intriguing. I don't care how you put it. That's intriguing. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to Lamar Jackson versus Baker Mayfield. I want to see kind of how this all plays out. My assumption and my prediction is that this defense, that Baltimore defense wins the day. And Baltimore uh, wins that game. And they take the AFC North. If they don't, I fully expect Pittsburgh to wash the Cincinnati Bengals without a problem. Right? So Pittsburgh will win. But they need to win. In order to get in, they need to win, and they need Baltimore to lose. An outside shot for Pittsburgh to get in. This is weird, but it's an outside shot. Pittsburgh can win, and if the Colts and the Tennessee Titans, if they tie, then the Pittsburgh Steelers get in, right? Um, I don't expect that to happen at all, but it's an outside shot. Um but I expect Baltimore to win. So if Baltimore wins, then um, – and I expect there to be a clear winner between the Colts and the, and the um, Titans. So I think Pittsburgh is out. I don't think they make the playoffs. If they do, they'll be a scary team to face. If you watch them last Sunday go up against the Saints, they gave them all they can handle, right? Pittsburgh um, has weapons galore, galore. And so if they can really put it all together, they could be a dangerous team to face in the playoffs. However, um, I just don't foresee it. And so I don't think Pittsburgh will get there. Um, so that looks like a Baltimore um, spot, AFC. I think the fourth seed goes to Baltimore. The fifth seed, pretty clear, right? Since the Chiefs, I believe, will beat the Raiders with no problem. Then the fifth seed goes to the Los Angeles Chargers. I think they take the fifth seed, um, you know, I mean, it's it's already locked up for them. They reserved their spot already. Um, they're only waiting for a miracle to come out of Oakland, and I just don't foresee the miracle happening. And so we see, um, I think, the Chargers in a fifth spot. Now the battle of the day will be this win and your end game between the um, Indianapolis Colts and the Tennessee Titans. I 
think that's going to be the game of the day. Well, actually, it is the game of the day. Um, it's the game that uh, has the, I, I guess, the most clear thing. If you win, you're in. You lose, you're out. Simple as that. There's nothing else that can happen in those scenarios. Well, there's this. There's a possibility that the coach could, um, if Houston loses and they win, then there's a possibility they can jump into the third spot. So just look out for that um, for the Colts and the Titans. Um, But at the end of the day, I foresee Houston winning their battle. It comes down to that sixth game, Colts versus Tennessee. And, And I believe Andrew Luck and the... And the coach, I believe Andrew Luck and the coach take the sixth spot. So I think at the end of the day, this is how your AFC playoff picture will look. It will be Chiefs number one, New England Patriots number two, Houston Texans number three, Baltimore Ravens number four. And in the fifth spot, the Chargers. And in the sixth spot will be the Indianapolis Colts. Left looking um, left on the outside looking in will be the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. And if I kind of had to, um, you know, wrap it up there, I-, I would say that's how I believe this whole thing will play out. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Y'all already know who it is. It's your boy Loso, man. And y'all listen to the number one sports podcast out, MTMV Sports. Y'all still. Right. Um, and, and it's a pretty picture. It's a pretty picture. It looks good. It looks nice. Um, and, and I think at the end of the day, it'll be something. It'll be interesting and intriguing playoff. Right. Um, the question is, who comes out of the NFC? If you're asking me now and I have to tell you, then I think in the AFC, well, in, in the NFC, I think the Saints come out of the NFC and they represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. And if you're asking me about the AFC, who comes out of the AFC, if I really have to, to you know, run those numbers, Tom Brady. I see Tom Brady and the New England Patriots coming out of um, of the AFC. And I know you're like, yo, that don't make no sense. You look at um, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has been lighting it up. I mean, they've they've been great. They got um, Tariq Hill. Um, they have Travis Kelsey. Look at that offense. Now you you add in um, the big, tall, slow, great <laughs> um, red zone targeting Kelvin Benjamin. And you look at that team and they're like, I mean, hey, what are you saying? Um, Damian Williams looks like he looks for real. I mean, just sidebar. That boy looks for real. So you look at that team and you're like, yo, that is the team. That's that's the team that you think at the end of the day can take it. But, hey, stop. Chill for a second. Think about this. That same Chiefs team have been beat in every primetime matchup. And every time that it was supposed to come down to a playoff-type atmosphere, when it really, really mattered, that Chiefs team has not gotten it done. They're 0-4 in those matchups. 0-4 in those big primetime, all the lights are on you type matchups. They're 0-4 in those matchups. Lost to the Chargers. Um, they've lost to the Chargers, lost to the Seahawks just last week. I mean, look at that team. When it matters, they fall away. Lost to the Rams. They, they, they don't get it done in those situations, um, which has been somewhat of the M.O. for the Kansas City Chiefs, and I think that continues. They just haven't been the same since they've lost Kareem Hunt um, coming out of the backfield. Um, so in my estimation, I truly believe that um, I don't think they get it done in those cases. Now, 
Now, New England's different, right? Because they don't have Josh Gordon. But still, I think at the end of the day, um, New England can take it, especially when not being challenged by a team like um, like the Steelers, because I don't think they'll be there. I think um, if you guys remember Tim Tebow, he did an awesome job in the playoffs winning that first game. When it really mattered, they had to go up against a team like New England. They got squashed, and it was that was a wrap to that. That whole Cinderella story was over. Um, I think a similar in is in um, you know it's kind of in the future in the in the cards. If you have to see a Lamar Jackson and a Baltimore Ravens team playing against um, a Tom Brady, I think I'm playing against not actually Tom Brady, but more so Bill Belichick. I, I don't see it happening. They're done. They're done. They get washed. Right. They get washed in a situation. I don't see anything else different from that. So um, you look at that. Um, and then at the end of the day, I think we have a Patriots versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Chargers have an outside shot. They're probably, in most people's estimation, the most complete team. Joey Bosa on the outside. Um, you just look at that whole Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa. The defense is playing really well. Um, you look at what's going on with Derwin James in his rookie year. Definite candidate for rookie of the year defensively. Um, you look at what's happening with their offense. Melvin Gordon's back, right? They should have Eckler back by that point. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Henry, Henry's back, so whatever. Um, I'm just thinking about what happened with Stephen Smith. So uh, anyway, um, so Antonio Gates is there, right? Um, you look at the development of Mike um, Mike Williams, even though he had a big game. Everybody thought he was going to come through huge for them last week in their fantasy games, and he gave you a big dud and let you down. Um, so if you avoided that, then God bless you. But, um, I mean, let's look at it. That, that, that Chargers team is pretty deep. They have a lot of weapons to go to. Um, they're, they're a scary team. When it matters, though, I'm, I'm concerned a little bit about that team, too. I just don't think they have the heart for it. So, um, I mean, I think Phillip Rivers has the heart for it, but I don't see it. Now, could you imagine, very possibly, a um, Phillip Rivers versus Drew Brees Super Bowl? Woo! The storyline surrounding that, I mean, that would, that would be insane, right? Um, but anyway, at the end of the day, I'm looking at that Chargers team. I'm looking at that Chargers team, and uh, and what I'm seeing is a very, very dangerous and potent team. So the Chargers look like, um, you know, one of the, the hottest teams in that whole division. But still, I think at the end of the day, um, Tom Brady, Bill Belichick find a way out of the AFC, and they win it. Right. That's just my humble, humble opinion. Um, now, outside of that, uh, you look at the NFC. I said the Saints. I mean the Saints. Um, now, I'm going to say this. There's two scary teams um, in the playoffs for the Saints. Actually, there's three possible scary teams, but two right now. The one scary team in the in the uh, NFC is the team that already beat them, which is the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys have exactly what you need to beat the Saints and, and, and shut down their offense. What you need is two very fast linebackers because you can't isolate to one side. If you have two very fast linebackers, which they do, right, and Jalen Smith and Leighton Vander Esch, um, then you you can't run 
um, east and west on them as much as you want to. And they love to run east and west with Alvin Kamara. And because you can't do that because of those quick and fast and, I mean, very sudden and short tackling um, linebackers, then they're going to struggle, just like they struggled with the Carolina Panthers um, when, in their matchup with lesser, um, with less speed at those positions. They, if you look at the Carolina Panthers, they're built very similarly to the Dallas Cowboys in with their linebackers. Right, they have two really good linebackers who are very good, and and they're they're you know they're fast, but they're a little bit older, a little bit slower, right? Um, and, and they gave the Saints all they can handle. Right. So if you look on the flip side of that, the Cowboys have exactly what you need. Two great linebackers and a, and a pretty decent cornerback. And they have a really good cornerback. I'm um, going in somebody who can at least challenge Michael Tom, Mike Thomas. Now, the Saints have Ted Ginn. Will that matter as much now? Who knows? Right. At the end of the day, we don't know if that's going to matter. But we know that the Dallas Cowboys, um, it's all about matchups. Right. And they present a very scary matchup. Another team that presents a scary matchup is a team like the Chicago Bears because they have a great defense like the defense is and yes they've been had in certain situations but if you look at Akeem Hicks former Saint by the way right Akeem Hicks when he plays against the Saints his interior pressure is too much for Drew Brees to handle it's just a lot for Drew Brees to handle because it's so short um I'm talking about Drew Brees is, is short and, and pressure right up the middle is a, is a struggle for him. So you look at uh, a guy like that, plus the Saints with their offensive line woes. I know, right? I know. You got to pay attention to stuff like that. Teron Armstead, who knows what's going to happen to him. I'm just saying at the end of the day, the Saints are not invincible and can be had. And the teams that offer them the biggest issues are the um, Dallas Cowboys. We've seen this already when they completely shut down their offense in Dallas. And then you look at um, a team like um, you look at a team like the Chicago Bears. Now, for some Saints fans, a dream scenario would be to get the Eagles in here again based on what the Saints did to them earlier this year. My only issue with that is that they're a different team with Nick Foles. They play differently with Nick Foles, and you don't want to see any of that Super Bowl magic in your dome. Like you don't want to see any of that Nick Foles magic in your dome. Even when you're up, you're not done because Nick Foles and that um, Philadelphia Eagles team, they're different. It's not the same team that came in here earlier this year. So you n- not you don't want to kind of mess with that. And I believe they can offer the Saints some issues and some problems that some other teams just can't. Now, the Rams offer their set of issues. Um, absolutely, right? I mean, we've seen that firsthand even in the Dome. I just don't believe at the end of the day, and a lot of Saints fans don't believe this. A lot of NFL um, experts don't believe that anybody can go in that dome when it matters and just knock Drew Brees out, especially in what could be his swan song. Um, that's another topic that we'll have to discuss. Is this it for Drew Brees? And we'll hop, we'll hop into that at some point. All right, y'all. Man, look, I, you've been given um, the overall playoff picture. This is how it all breaks down. Um, and there's a lot of scenarios that, you know, I kind of skirted over. There's some scenarios that could play out. I think at the end of the day, um, it'll end off kind of very close and similar to what I said, right? Who'll be in a one spot and who'll be in a one through six spot on both sides. So if you have any questions, feel free to hit me up at MTMV Sports on Twitter, on Instagram, um, even on Facebook. You can find us on Facebook and feel free. If you like what you've been hearing from my podcast, I know that you can take a minute, a minute 
and give us a five-star rating and say, yo, I appreciate MTNV Sports, right, um, for whatever, you know, you appreciate us for. Uh, hopefully, we have better sound quality this year, um, and, and that's kind of what I'm going for now, kind of like a test right now. Um, but I'm looking for... I'm looking forward to what's going to come from MTNV Sports this year. I'm geeked about it, super geeked about it, and I can't wait. All right, y'all. This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports. Uh, let me say that one more time. This is Rick Sincere with MTNV Sports signing out. God bless. <laughs>